This place was designated by a set of visionaries just to be set apart as a place where people can gather and encounter Christ. And every summer, campers rule this place with worship, play, gathering, making friends, and learning about God. Lake Springfield Christian Assembly, this is your camp. talk about you a little bit, um, but before we do that, can, for anybody who's not familiar, maybe someone's watching online or here that just kind of totally missed the memo, tell us a little bit about the camp. So, wow, there it is. Uh, LSCA, uh, we are a camp and retreat center about 20 minutes towards Chatham, um, and what we do is, in the summer specifically, we provide seven to eight weeks of programming for kids all the way from the age of two um, to just graduated high school. And we provide camp, which all of our camps look different. But what a typical day will look like is amazing food, um, Bible-based lessons, large and small group times, worship times, personal quiet times. We work on scripture memorization. And all of this is while being mentored by Christian leaders who we come in um, and volunteer to lead them in this on top of all the fun stuff, um, which is swimming, archery, canoeing, we have a water slide, so all of that sort of stuff. Um, and they can stay for a week, um, and some of them are just day camps, but that is typically what a day will look like for our campers. And you guys do, like like you said, they look different. So you have like the typical wake up there, do things, sleep there, but then you have like the day camps mm -hmm. where kids just show up, go home, you get little mini camps for the new, the little, little, by the way, the little, the camp for the littles is like the best. I, I, we've taken our kids there and, you know, the parents hang out and go through with them and just seeing all the little kids run around, it's a little more chaotic than probably, I don't know if I, maybe it's not more chaotic than a normal week of camp, but it was, it's still, it's, it's a lot cuter than a normal week of camp, I'll yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, like our favorite, so. Yeah. Yeah, because you have a bunch of tiny humans running around experiencing camp for the first time. And they're so excited about they it. They are they're so excited. It's pretty fun. Okay, so now about you, what is your role at the camp? I am the program and hospitality manager, or I will be the full-time program and hospitality manager as of May 16th. <laughs> because I know last year after the summer, I, uh, when I first learned that you were coming aboard and I was talking to Kerma, I was like, so what's, what's her job specifically? And she's like, we don't know yet. <laughs> 
I was like, what does that mean? She's like, well, the, the person doing the food left, and uh, Kennedy, who was here last year, she uh, moved on, and she had left, and so they said, we're kind of just rethinking how we divide up responsibility, so we're not sure yet, so you're the programming and, ho- I had to look at the TV, programming yes. and hospitality <laughs> director. Yes, so. What all does that entail? Yeah, um, so it cont- entails people. I like people. I like connecting with people, so we were talking with Kermit, and she was like, what can we do with that? Um, and a lot of it has to do with connecting with our campers and our deans for the summer and connecting with them and seeing what can I do to help them and supporting them on the scheduling side and our staffing side, which we have about 14 to 15 college-age students who come in and work on our summer staff. So I work directly with them to mentor them and lead them and help them with their jobs. And then throughout the rest of the year, I work with our retreat groups. So we are also a retreat center, and from September to May, we have different groups that come in um, and use our facilities for their retreats. So I connect directly with them and make sure they have what they need. I set things up for them, and I just support them in any way that they need supported, as well as all the fun office stuff. Yeah, and there's probably a lot of those not on the job description, hey, we need somebody to run out and grab this real quick. Absolutely. And (laughs) you're... Again, new person, low man on the totem pole, oh, yeah. so you probably get to, yeah. I get to do it, but I, I, it's like the most fun. Like, I, yeah, the variety can be pretty good, They're like good, field right? trips, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> it's, like, a, it's like a big big kid field trip where they're like, we need this, and I'm like, I got it. So. And I've, again, knowing when working with the camp for so many years, sometimes those requests get weird. Like, <laughs> I've had somebody's like, okay, I need to find out how to dye the pool red by 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. It's like, I don't know how you do that. And the person I knew that did it, they went out and put all, they got the coloring, put it in the pool, and didn't account for the fact that the filter would be running all night. So they show up the next morning, and it, would all, it was gone. The, 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 pool, the pool was back to normal, <laughs> and the filter was ruined. But, yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. It's all fun and learning, right? It is. Okay. And you, you know how to work with the summer staff, because that's what you did previously, it right? It is. So I started last June as a dining hall steward on our summer staff. So it's really cool to get to be able to lead those guys, because I was like, I was one of you last year. And so I started... It was a full-time summer job. I worked in the kitchen. I got to know that side of camp um, and mentored high school students throughout the summer and then found out that the position would be open about halfway through the summer. And I was like, okay, God, let's, let's do it. And I knew that I wanted to go into ministry and didn't know exactly what that would look like, but I knew I loved camp and I knew I felt really connected out there and I applied and here we are. <laughs> and you're a student? I am almost I, done being a student. Yes, so I graduate from Western May 14th, and I am finishing up my student teaching. And you start at LSC full-time? May, May 16th, so, so two you days. Get, you get a nice 48-hour to take a deep breath and, and dive in. Oh, I'm so excited. And when's the first week of camp? When does that start? Our first, so our staff comes out for staff training June 1st, and then our first week of camp is June, I want to say like 12th. But you've been out at camp quite a bit. I've lived, I've lived out at the grounds since December. And oh, okay. Have been doing part-time stuff on and off. Gotcha. I know when we came to clean the pool a few weeks ago, you were. You I were was there. there. <laughs> that makes sense that you were there. I was like, man, she got out here early. <laughs> you live there. That live makes there. a lot more sense. It's about now. a two-two-minute commute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. You're, the gas is. The, you know, oh, you don't use a lot of gas that no, way. which is great. Gas prices are we, not being yeah, nice. They're, they're not bothering you right now <laughs> as they go up. That's okay. So um, you finish the student stuff. You're going to come in. Where are you from originally? Originally Cambridge, Illinois, which is near the Quad Cities. Oh, so okay. it's about two and a half hours north. 
That's what we, th- there's so many towns in Illinois that yeah. someone's like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. And I'm like, I have never heard of that before. Uh, you want to, it's tiny, tiny little town. But I keep, I, as I keep saying, I keep getting more and more south. So I went Cambridge to Macomb, which is where I went to school. And now I'm in Springfield. But I keep getting bigger too. So I went like 2,500 people to 10,000. And now I'm like, I have a lot of new friends to make. So yeah, for a people person, right? Yeah, that's for the, a people person, it's that's like. Your, that's your, your jam. Yeah. Right? Uh, so about this year of camp coming up, what's the the theme for it? I know they've had a theme the last number of years. Yes, we're really excited about this one. So our theme this year is connect. Um, we got together with our deans and Kerma and I, and we were brainstorming. We were like, what are our kids missing? Because the last two and a half years have been hard. Um, I think anybody would agree with that. And we were like, what have they been missing? What is something that they need? And we decided that they needed connection and We left it kind of open for our deans this year, which is newer. Usually we have a set, like we have a set theme first, and we have a set kind of idea of what we want to do. But we were like, we just want it to be about connection, Um, connection to God and connection to each other. And so we're interested to see how all of our deans do it. Um, I know we just heard back from one that they're going to do just connecting in all different ways. And so each day they're going to focus on connecting um, in a different way, whether it's connecting to God, connecting to the church, connecting through prayer. Um, with our staff, we're doing John 15, um, and we're talking about connecting the vine and the branches and being connected to God in that way and how that allows us to connect to other people. Um, but, yeah, we're just really excited to build those connections and to watch our campers build connections, first with Jesus and then with each other. Which is cool for people to think about. Like, you know, sometimes when we think of camp, if you again, you've been out there, and even doing a week of camp last year, like you kind of get lost in the, I have to make sure these boys shower before we get in bed or otherwise the room's going to be overwhelming <laughs> by the end of the week. That kind of, you get like kind of caught in the, the day-to-day, but like they're wo- weaving the teachings of scripture in every aspect mm-hmm. of the planning behind it. I mean, they really want these kids to have meaningful connections, again, mm-hmm. with each other and with God. Yeah. And, you know, I remember it is fun watching it last year, like the connections they make. Like our little room was like three guys knew each other and then four of them. One one group, I think they were out from like Boston. They were staying with their grandparents for a month out here and they ended up coming to LSCA. So it's like they didn't know anybody. Yeah. And by the end of the week, everybody's friends and mm-hmm. and they love the people that are working at camp because anybody bigger than them is so cool, <laughs> which is, you know, um, I had a I think it was just a junior high, like an eighth grader helping in our group last week, kind of as a, just a helper. And it was not fair because our kids loved him way more than they loved me. And I was doing so much more hard work than him. Like all the responsibilities on my shoulders, and I'm, which probably may not was the mean one, I guess. But like, yeah, James was in my group, so he can attest that. He's like, yes. Yeah. It was last summer. I know. It's been a long year. Um, but yeah. It's been a long year. So um, you're not the only new addition I'm at not. camp, though. <laughs> I'm not. So we've been looking and praying for a food service director for since I came on part-time, which was back in August. And we are so excited to announce. So Colleen Orm is going to be our new food service and yeah. custodial director. So we got a little, little connection out at the camp now, which Colleen has been kind of helping in that area for several years yeah. And filling gaps and doing things, and and uh, Kerma is super excited because Colleen's kind of had a foot in both worlds, and she's finally she was able to finally reel her in to be out there. Uh, so yeah, they which Colleen and Ron they always know more about camp than anybody because they half live out there. Yeah. In fact, one year uh, was 2020. Um, 
when we couldn't go out to do like the pool cleaning just because it was everything was so new and the pandemic stuff and the rules were up in the air and Kerma said we just can't invite a group to come out and be down in that you know concrete hole together we don't know what the rules are and so we I was like okay well and she looks out her window one day and Ron and Colleen are out shoveling the, out the gunk out of the pool it you know it's like 400 degrees that day when they you know that's how it usually goes so they're always out serving so that's really I'm sure they're very excited to have them they are excited we're very excited and to have that position just again have all the things yeah we're about to have three full-time staff out there it's been a huge work in progress like back when Kerma was like I don't know what my job is going to be they didn't have we knew that we were potentially going to have three full-time but it's very exciting. Well, and, this, and plus you go back a few years, uh, Gail, who is the maintenance guy, he's mm-hmm. been here before. He moved to closer to be with his grandkids, so they had to find a new maintenance person. So poor Kerma, she's been like working around the clock she's trying to... Holding down the fort. Yeah, holding down the <laughs> fort. That's a, yeah, that's a good way to say it. That's a really good way to say it. So um, I, again, I know how one camp looks, but over the course of the summer, how many campers-ish are you guys expecting, hoping for? So this is we're trying to build it back up. So pre-COVID, we were around 900 to 1,000 campers per summer. Last year, we were around 600. Um, This year, we're hoping that that number is growing. And as of yesterday, our number jumped even up 30. So we're already at 455, which is about 100 more than it was last year at this time. Um, My personal, like, I like, I like numbers, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to estimate. Um, I really hope that we end up around 750 to 800, um, which would be about 80%, um, which is up from our 60%. So mm-hmm. that's our hope. Um, each camp kind of sees a different amount. Our discovery camp, which is our day camp that we run week to week, usually sees probably the most consistent just because it's a day camp. Um, but our high school week has had up to 80, and I know that our our um, capacities are also going up, which is, is is exciting, um, and yeah, so each camp, we're, I think, around 80 is our goal for our bigger camps, yeah. Gotcha, okay, so what are, what are, are there going to be any, like, precautions this summer, or is that going to look different than a normal year, or um, how's, it, how's that work, or is that still unknown? We want to know, too. Um, yeah, yeah, I understand. So really, um, what it comes down to is CDC is in charge of camps. Um, and what they're saying right now is it depends on the area levels. Um, and right now we're looking, we're hoping that it's more of a normal year. Um, I think right now um, we're hoping to be inside more, which is exciting. If you were at camp at all last year, you know, we were outside all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're hoping to get our indoor facilities used a lot more. Um, I lost a lot of water weight the week you, I served last uh, year, just sweating just it out. Being outside, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a toasty summer. It was. But, yeah. yeah. So, it was so hot, yeah. James. You're right. Um, but, yeah, so we're hoping to get back inside. Um, our restrictions are definitely going down. Like I said, our capacities are back up, and our capacities are pretty much normal for us, um, which is really exciting. It all just, we're playing it by ear. Right, which, which you got you kind of got to do. do. Yeah, you kind of juggle it and hope for the best. So, um, those those campers, like, what's kind of the – like split up how they are they coming to mostly the week like all like right like our traditional yeah, camps traditional yeah, camp. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah um so we actually have a normal amount of campers for each camp um like we talked about a little bit earlier so we have campers that come with a parent those are our two and three year olds surprisingly we don't let them roam around by themselves um so they come with their their parent and they'll spend half a day so we have our two and three year olds 
who spend half a morning and our four and five year olds spend the afternoon. Um, so we have camps for those guys. We have our traditional camps, which is where they spend five or six days um, and they stay the night, they wake up at camp, they do all that sort of things. Then we have our adventure camps and those guys are our tent campers. They're there for the outdoor yeehaw experience. And so they spend the time outside. Um, and then we actually have a new camp this year and we're really excited about it. I remember, I remember brainstorming this with Karma back in July. And we were talking about having a day camp for junior high students. So we had an archery camp and our, we were, our kids were really struggling to do archery all day. That's a lot for a junior hire. For those of you who don't know, your arms get really tired. So these kids are they're out there, they're enjoying it, but they're like, we want to do more, more things. Um, and we knew we needed a day camp for our junior high age because some, some junior hires aren't ready to spend the night and we want to provide a camp for everybody. So this camp is called our junior high extreme adventure camp. And what they do is they come from eight to five every day and they get to do a day of paddling. So they'll get to canoe for a day. They'll do a day of archery versus five days of archery. They'll do a day of hiking and biking. And so they get to do a different extreme adventure every day, but it's without the overnight component. Okay. So we want to provide camps for those kiddos too because some kids just don't want to spend the night and that's okay we want to support them too mm -hmm. so we have that day camp we have our second to fourth grade day camp which is our discovery camp so yeah there's a little bit for everybody that's pretty cool though yeah is that the only new camp that you guys are doing this year that is the only new camp that we're doing this year um cool. our our like i said our camps are going back to normal which is going to be new for some kids but yeah, yeah. that's our like new big camp okay cool i would you know, for when I helped last year, the uh, there was a little bit of a limit on who, how many students could be in a room, and as a first-time leader, that was great, because having a bunch of you know fifth graders, that limit was a godsend. I don't think if I could have handled that too many more, the at that point in time. But that that's okay, you know. But <laughs> it was, you know, there's a you know I'm let me just say I was in a better mood at the beginning of the day than I was at the end of the day. That's usually how it went. Yeah, but yeah, I, it was funny because I was not the only first-time person. There was a guy who always worked out there, um, you know, trimming up stuff. He was always, if you've been out there in the last year, he like, during COVID, he like went along the whole coastline of the lake and like cut down all the brush and stuff so you can see the lake from pretty much anywhere now. And so somebody was like, have you ever actually been out to camp and worked at camp and seen the kids? And he's like, no. He's like, well, now you are. And so he had the room next to mine. And he did not get the advice to make your kids shower every night before bed. And there was one day our kids wanted to ask them something, and so they went down in there, and they came back, and they're like, their room smells funny. And I was like, yeah, that happens. That's why you have to make you take a shower every night, so stop whining about it. That's why we have a pool, Anthony. Yeah, that, you, that's oh, why we that's have what a the pool. pool's for. Yeah. Oh, chlorine. Okay. That makes a lot more sense now. Right. They swim every day. Yeah, which I did hear that argument a lot. Oh, I don't have to take showers in the pool earlier. It's not enough. It's not enough to combat the stink. It's just not. Um, so um, it's kind of an ever-changing, updating place. Um, what else kind of new projects do you guys have? Yeah. So speaking of the pool, oh. um, this actually leads right into it. So we are in the process of meeting with an architect to begin the process. It's a lot of just a long long, long road ahead, but we are going to have a new pool, hopefully, at camp within the next five years. Um, our current pool is rough. 
It's been, it's been there a while. It's been there a while. We are very blessed with a group of guys who come out and uh, fix it every, or get it cleaned up, and then our handyman, George, really goes in and he patches it up. Um, but we are, we are on the end of that pool's lifespan, so we are in the process of getting ready to fundraise for a new pool. Um, so that is going to be a huge project. You will hear about it a lot within the next two years. We're gonna have a bunch of fundraising events that we are in the process of getting together. Um, so that is one of our projects. And like I said, that is a long-term one. But some of our projects that we wanna get done before we really hammer into that. Um, our deck on the back of our manager's house needs replace. Um, and that's a $12,000 project. And oh. then the roof of the steel tent is another project that we're really trying to get done within the next year, and that is $24,000 project. Um, so those are two, like, like bigger projects, and then you have the pool. So the pool is this monster that we're, like, waiting um, to get those little things done that aren't yeah. so little. Little. Little right. things done. There's no done. little, probably. Uh, yeah. So, like, those are, those are on our projects. Some of our... Sm- like actual smaller projects. I don't know. Camp is full of projects. That's what I'm learning uh-huh. a lot. Um, but like our girls uh, annex for our girls staff, like we're looking to put carpet squares in there. So if any of you know how to do that, hit us up. Um, we are working on painting a lot of our buildings, painting the exterior exterior of Lakeview Lodges on our list, and then updating our dean's quarters. And Lakeview is the one when you pull in, it's down to the left, right? Yeah, you yeah. Where you we do our uh, picnic, at, we've done our picnic in that building. Yeah, so yeah, we're okay. we're gonna paint the outside of that, but those are just some of the projects that we have, um, and those are actually going to be in our newsletter that's getting mailed out soon. So the you know the pool, yeah. it. There's not a whole lot more expensive hole in the ground you can no. have than a commercial pool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've talked to Kerma a lot because, you know, when we're out there cleaning the pool, I want to do as little work as possible. And when Kerma walks by, it's like, oh, I should take a break and go talk to Kerma while everybody else shovels <laughs> gunk out of the pool. And so I'll, you know, and she, there's, you know, you notice some of the concrete starts to fall off and that's really hard to patch and it doesn't have a good, like it has like a year lifespan. You got to start patching it again. So this has been kind of in the works for a while and like you said you do a ton of stuff before the the backhoe ever comes to start digging the hole yeah so we met with our architect we picked an architect we have a pool committee out at camp which has been really awesome and we so we selected them and we had our first meeting with them I want to say last week or a couple weeks ago Um, and then next week we are meeting with them to discuss really what Specifically, we are looking for, we're going to get those renderings or those pictures of what we want it to look like so that we can give you guys an image of what we are hoping that it looks like. Um, Overall, this is going to be a big project, and I think our goal is 2024. Um, It could be longer than that, but it it just depends. There's a lot that goes into a project Mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. It is also funny. When we were out of the pool this year, you know, there was a lot of talk about getting a new pool. And everyone, you know, who's been down in there shoveling that slimy... We found a salamander, by the way. That was yeah, fun. his name is Terrence. Yes, yeah, Kerma wanted... She's been wanting a salamander, but that's a different story. But we were out there, you know, every time Kerma was around, they're like, so, will this new pool have a cover? Like, what if this new pool had a cover so we didn't have to get down in here and shovel the green stuff out every year? Yeah, but, that'd be great. Yeah, so... Yeah. We're, that's, if the, we'll fundraise for that. That would be no <laughs> trouble fundraising at Loami for a cover. You'll have all kinds of people lining up for that. 
Perfect. Um, we'll, just, we'll just tack it on there. Yeah, just add that to our, our part of the Send us a bill. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool that that's kind of in the works. And again, if you've ever been at the pool, it always looks great. Pools, it's always, you know, bright blue and wonderful and lovely. Um, but, you know, all, there's all this underground parts of the pool that have been there for 50 years. Yeah, we're right? pushing 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so when you think of when you when they get the numbers and you see this huge expense, know that this is hopefully a 50 year right. buy, if you know, not, something that, you know, um, those who come after us will have to replace it. Hopefully um, yeah. that's the goal and that'll be exciting. So um, but yeah, speaking of all that stuff, what you know, we love partnering with camp. We love doing stuff. What are some of the ways that we as a congregation could, you know, partner with the camp? There goes my paper. I can't get away without doing something awkward on the stage. Okay, so how can you guys help? Um, first thing is always prayer, um, and that is the best way that we can be supported. I know back in March, we did our March 4th in prayer day, and we recovered with over 24 hours of prayer. And the amount of growth that we've even seen since March has been amazing. Our camper numbers are up. Colleen and I are coming on full-time. Like, things have just been answered. So um, prayer for specifically our campers um, and just that they experience Christ and that um, our summer is just fruitful. Um, prayers for faculty to be found. So our faculty is separate than our staff, um, and those are the counselors who come out and they volunteer to work for a week at camp, and they mentor these campers. So prayers for them. Um, and then prayers for our staff is always appreciated. Um, there's a lot that goes into a summer, and so just prayers that it's smooth. Um, specifically, we are looking for prayer partners for our staff. I know Anthony and Abby did it last year, and they really blessed one of my personal friends. Um, but that just looks like you pick um, an individual staff member or you're assigned an individual staff member, and you just support them throughout the summer by praying for them and reaching out to them. Um, so we're looking specifically for that right now. Um, we are always looking for help around uh, on our service days. We have one more on May 21st. Um, and you just come out and you get a random project most of the time, um, ranging from cleaning to we had people shoveling mulch this last time or pulling weeds or bringing a rake. Um, so we have one of those service days, and we're always looking for people to just come out for those. Um, we have a pantry project, which I think you have the information on. I can get you the information if you don't. Um, but you guys will donate a specific item to camp. Um, oh, yeah. We, yeah. we got tomato sauce. Oh, perfect. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Spaghetti. Yeah. That's yep. immediately where my mind mm -hmm. goes. Um, so, and then throughout um, the year even, we have retreat groups that come in, and we're always looking for kitchen help. Um just for you to come in for a meal and work with us in the kitchen. And that's always an adventure um, with, it has been this last year with Karma and I back there. Colleen will probably have a better handle on that than we do. But we should um, get Colleen like a whip to like <laughs> get people, yeah, get to work. She's the best. Yeah, I know. So um, one thing, the prayer partner thing was really fun. We had a blast with uh, Bree Green was the girl we had last year. And Abby, I can't take credit, Abby was really the one, and so we'd send notes, we'd drop stuff off occasionally, um, we had her out for dinner one night, we do a movie night every Friday where we just kind of go get food out and watch some movie, we had her out for a movie night, it was just a fun way to, you know, let this person who donated their whole, or given a big chunk of their summer to serving at the camp, just a way to kind of brighten their, their stuff, and Bree is very outgoing and, and stuff and so she told everybody about us and so when we showed up on camp with our kids they're like oh you're the blisses you're breeze partners and we're like 
Yeah, everybody, like everybody knew who we were, and it was a little odd, but it was cool, it was cool, cool odd. Um, yeah, it, yeah, that is as close, exactly, that is as close as we'll ever get to being a celebrity. I think that's exactly how I met you guys, as you were like, yeah. you said your last name, and I was like, oh, you're Bree's partner, right. like, okay. yeah, we are. that that's is us. just. That's us, thanks Bree, Bree making us feel good, showing us love back, it was kind of cool. Now, do you guys... Um, do you the red carpet cruise? We still? do. Um, that is another way is the beginning, the first day of every camp, so the check-in day. We have a group out there who come out, and they get super excited. We give them a shirt. You give it back, so you don't get to keep it, but you get to wear it for four hours. Um, and I know. And we give you a really cool sign, too, that you also don't get to keep. But you get to wave it around and really get our campers excited for being out at camp. Um, this was new last year, and I worked directly with them um, under Kennedy ran it, and I was one of the helpers for it. But you get to just get the campers excited. Um, and it's so fun because most of them are so excited to be there anyway. So it's just this big ball of excitement. And you just, it's a blast. So the way this works, because we dropped a few kids off, you pull in, and you pull over to the dorm, or the little check-in station where the kids get dropped off, and there's just this crowd of people who are, like, going berserk for your kid. Like, it is really, like, rolling out the red carpet for your kid. They hop out, what's your name? And they, someone helps them with their bags, gets them to their room, tells them what to do next. Like, they get real, a really nice welcome. It is a really cool thing. If you want to help out with the Red Carpet Crew, again, it's like a little four-hour chunk where you just make the kids feel like the most popular, coolest people in the world as they show up to camp, which is helpful because if you've ever been to camp, those first few years can be a little bit like, I've never been spent the night at anyone's house before. You get some of that stuff. And so it helps kind of ease some of that tension for some of those little little ones. Yeah, and you connect with them. I know that, that I was part of the Berserk crew at the end. Um, and you just, you do, you get to walk up with them and you just get to check in with them and see how they're doing. And like, that's their first experience that they're having out at camp. So we're really excited and we love having that group of people out there. Um, we have a sign up for that actually on our Facebook page. I'll share it again probably tomorrow because it is fresh in my brain. Um, but yeah, so we're always looking for people for that. And then the last way really that um, you guys can support us is through giving. Um, like I said, we're fundraising for a lot of projects that are coming up. Um, and you guys have been awesome with giving your time and giving um, finances. So we really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, just supporting us in all those ways is just how you, how you guys help, and we can't do it without um, our churches. Um, that's Kerma and I talk about it all the time. This isn't me and her, and really, this isn't all of us as a whole. It's God, but God has placed so many amazing people in our lives, and we're very blessed by that. It, I mean, the camp it is a team effort. There is not any person that should get credit there. There are some people that have gone over and above just to volunteer or mm -hmm. show up in here. Like I said, that guy that trimmed the whole you know edge of the water. He just did that because he knew there wasn't anything going on out there and it could be done. It was just, I mean, somebody who had an idea, asked Kerma if it was okay. And, of course, Kerma's going to be like, uh, yeah, sure. You want to do free work? Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Most you know? of the time it's a yes. Yeah, so. yeah. There's not a lot of yeah paperwork to be done about that stuff. But, yeah, so if you have any time, you want to be on a red carpet crew, there are countless ways to volunteer and serve our camp. And there are so many kids, once you see them, having this exciting moment, connecting with Jesus, learning things they've never learned before, uh, meeting friends. Every, they're always sad to leave. They're always so bummed um, to, to go because they're just having such a great time and enjoying the environment. So it is a really powerful ministry um, that 
again, we're in kind of the prep run-up season. So if anybody has any ideas you want to help, uh, please let us know, and we'll get you plugged in where you need to get plugged in. Um, but yeah, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is great. This uh, we're, is we're, yeah, we were so glad you could come. One year, Kerma brought those, what are the big balls that you climb inside the of? The knocker balls? Yeah. Yes. And our associate pastor at the time got in one and about, like, flipped me over backwards. Uh. And so I'm not too sad those didn't show up again. I no need to get embarrassed more than once. Next year. Uh, yeah, yeah, next year. Man, stop. We can't do this with James here anymore. He just, <laughs> he, he would, you would love to see me get flipped over. Yeah, you would. Yes, he would. Yeah. Yes, he would. And all the people on the live stream can't hear him making a big ruckus back there, so they're like, what's going on? Sorry about that. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I can, yeah. Put James in one. No, no, you don't need, you don't need any more. Oh my gosh. James's motto in life is it doesn't hurt to ask. That's, he'll, yeah, so. That's okay, James. Mine is why not? Yeah, sure, why not? Why not fill the pool with red dye? Why not? You know, so what could go wrong? Um, but yeah, we're glad you're here. We're glad you came. Let's uh, take a second and we'll pray uh, for Hannah and pray for the summer at camp. And then we'll, we'll sing a few more songs. Uh, Heavenly Father, we are so incredibly grateful for this time this morning that Hannah could be here and we could take the time out of our service to just kind of talk about one of our very favorite ministry partners and mission partners that we get to serve in various ways throughout the year. Uh, it is a powerful ministry out there at camp that so many kids from such a young age to the being just on the cusp of adulthood get to come out and not only be introduced to Christ, but introduced to a, a body of believers, people who will support them and love them from their churches, people who will uh, encourage them and let them know that they're loved. There's kids that come from in maybe environments where they don't get to hear that a lot. And it's awesome that they can have that, that place that is special to their hearts where they can um, just hear those wonderful truths from their creator and people who care about them. Uh, we thank you for the chance that, um, that so many students get um, not just, again, hearing about Jesus, but they get some responsibility and get brought into showing how they can be used to serve your kingdom. And we're just, it's just a great place where so much happens. And I'm, I'm just grateful that we can serve them in all the various ways that we can. And so I pray that if um, there's needs that need to be met, that you might put that on some of our hearts, that if there's places where we can come and serve and, and help and, and show up and, and be a light and a, and a servant to, again, a beautiful place to, um, that's doing kingdom work. So again, thank you for Hannah. Bless her time at LSCA. Thanks for Colleen and her time that's going to be serving at LSCA. I know they're going to be an absolute blessing uh, to that place and that ministry. And so we're grateful for that. And we're grateful for the way that you've continued to bless the camp and let it uh, serve and, and make such an impact for so many years. You've been so good, and we are very, very grateful. It is in Jesus' wonderful name that we pray. Amen. All right, well, thanks. Why don't you give Hannah a hand?